Hey, this is Ryan Zabukovic at Zabukovic RV, and we're actually going to talk about the new podcast we got coming out right now. This is Go RVing Life, okay? This is a, a podcast. We're going to sit here and we're going to talk about RVing, the RVing lifestyle, what you need to do, what you don't need to do, oh, pretty much everything. I'm joined here today by Kevin Welch. Hello. Yep. I got St. Gidry, and I got my sale or my service manager Steve James over there. Hola. We're here to going to answer questions about some random things. Um, you know, a lot of people right now they're they're, they're living in their RVs. Their the, the RV life is completely just blowing up right now. Um, and I think yes, yes. I don't know. I'm looking outside right now, and I'm thinking, I think we should talk about cold weather camping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think cold weather camping right now is probably something that we need to hit on. Um, we've had multiple people in here today, and they're like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Uh, what do you need to do? So I'm going to ask Steve. Steve, what are some of the things that we need to actually consider when we're cold weather camping? Just name a few things. Well, pretty much you need to understand that there's not a four-season trailer. You have to make exactly. it a four-season trailer. You have to add heating, insulated tank heaters. You have to add insulation. You have to add uh, water hoses that are heated. But then other than that, that's pretty much how you make it a four-season trailer. And when, what he's talking about is, you know, uh, people, you know, there's a lot of it, people that advertise they have four-season trailers. I bought a four-season trailer. Oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. And it's not about a brand. It's not about a brand. It's not about... We'll, we'll name a couple. Um, Forest River and Thor, they all say, oh, by God, I have the best four-season. I mean, it's four-season trailer. It says it says four-season trailer. Excuse my language, but BS, okay? Um, we all have to make these things. I mean, we, we have Steve, – Steve knows more so than anybody. We had a million-dollar motorhome in here, a multi-million-dollar motorhome uh, prevost. And the guy froze the damn thing up. Well, you could freeze up your multi-million dollar house if you don't do it right up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we, uh, we have heated hoses that we have to have. You have to have heated hoses. You've had to, um, you have to insulate those things and stuff like that. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of different things that we have to do to make, make these, mis- I mean, we're at negative, whoops, sorry about that, guys. Um, we're, we're at like... One degree, and I, I'm not even kidding. Is it not colder than hell? Oh no, it's literally one degree out right now. And I'm not kidding; it's one degree. I mean, I could see St's hair standing up on end, which is scary, it's scary, <laughs> it, scary, scary. It's not a good picture yeah, right now, guys. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so today, more or less, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But to be honest with you, I think that uh, you know, it's a little bit of an introduction. This is our first podcast for uh, Go RVing Life. Um, you know, um, I'm going to say a little bit about me. Um, we're all, we're going to go around the room and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about what we do and what what's going on here. But uh, my name's Ryan Zabukovic, and uh, I own the Zabukovic RV. And I'm fortunate enough to have these three guys sitting here with me. Um, they're, they're they join me every day. They have to put up with me. They mm-hmm. might want to kill me 99 percent of the time, but. Yeah. We wanted to come out and 70%. bring something to you. We, we got we conjoined and we're, we're like, you know what? We got to give back and and talk to you guys out there about what we can do to help you guys in the RV world. So um, I'm just the little guy. Um, we're gonna skip it on over to Kevin. 
Hi. Uh, I've been with Sabugovic RV for four years. Uh, walked in not knowing anything about an RV because I've always done tent camping. And uh, with help from Steve, I uh, learned, you know, he's taught me everything I know. But he keeps keep saying he's not going to teach me everything he knows because there's a reason. Job security. He's selfish. Job security. <laughs> yeah. No, um, and, you know, in that four years, I've seen quite a few different changes between, you know, trailers have companies have bought out other uh, uh, companies have bought out other ones to, you know, take it over and everything. So you kind of see the changes in, you know, design and uh, structure and everything in that. So it's been kind of a neat little process seeing all that stuff. It's good. It's good. ST, I'm going to just, we're going to go straight across the, the table Perfect. here. Who all are right. you and what in, what are you bringing to the table, man? What are I? What are um, you? Yes. So my, my name's ST. I, uh, I've been in sales before. I've never really been in RV sales up until this point. I started here about three months ago or so. And I've green. Been, yeah, I'm definitely the green pea. I'm, I, I love learning, and uh, that's what the whole experience has been so far. You know, you can know sales, but you have to know your product and your customer before you're going to be good at any sales job. And, um, you know, with the help of all three of these guys, I'm starting to pick it up a little bit and kind of get, get what every company has to offer and why they're all good in their own ways. And, you know, a, a lot of it is... You know, you, you have to see what fits your family best. And, you know, it, it, it could look good in a brochure, but you're not going to know how it's going to fit your family until you actually get into it. And, you know, if you're six foot four, see if, if the shower works good for you, you know, because yeah. sometimes it there's not a lot of height in there. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. they have a perfect one that'll fit just you and your family, you know? Yeah, no, so, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, I mean, coming in not knowing anything about RVs, um, I mean, they're they're complex. They're they're not what people think. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go RVing. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm gonna go live in it in the winter. Yeah, it's fun." I've I've never <laughs> yeah. sold a truck that I had to worry if the toilet was gonna work tomorrow or not. But here I do. So that's exactly the you know? problem, right? Yeah. So there, there's a lot more to the RV world than there is. Uh, you know, going you're gonna go buy an RV. Uh, it's not like going and buying a truck. You, you know what? You can get behind a wheel and drive a truck. There's four-wheel drive. There's not four-wheel drive. There's, you know, oh, they all have air conditioning. They all, some of them have furnaces or heaters. Oh, some of them. Some yes. of them. Depends on how old. But, you know, so that there's a lot of differences in the RV world. And that's what this this whole podcast is going to be about. We're going to we're gonna talk you through the, the goods, the bads, the uglies. Um, we're going to talk you through everything. We're going to make ST learn a little bit more. I'm fortunate that I have Steve and Kevin here. They've been here for a while. Um, Steve's been with me. He's like my brother. Um, Kevin, he's working his way into being my redheaded stepchild brother, whatever yeah, that is. But like you know, a son brother, yeah. son brother. But uh, you know what? We're going to skip over to Steve and let's let's hear a little bit about from you. Where you been? How you been? How you doing? Oh, I've been doing just lovely. My name is Steve. I've been here. I'm the old crow <laughs> of the service department. Ca-caw. I've been here over 20 years now. Uh, a lot has changed from when I started to now. Uh, pretty much, I went through all the pilot stages where everything was lit by hand. Uh, now <laughs> oh, it's all le- that. now it's all all electronic. So it's a lot of process to learn all this stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I wouldn't say it's simple, but it's hard to find people in this industry that know what they're doing. Uh, There's no question about no. that, man. I'll tell yeah. you what, do you, Steve. Do you remember when we when we first started, me and you? I mean, literally. Oh yeah. Uh, we were. Just a little backstory for me and Steve. 
we started literally i started a little bit before high school ended um and my dad was just a stickler he's just like if you don't know how this thing works you don't know how to you're not allowed up front and i mean to tell you you don't mess with my dad at that point well no. back then especially huh it right. was bad oh yeah oh <laughs> he was very hard very hard very hard but <laughs> but uh you know we we all worked through that and, and we all worked up the ranks and everything else but uh i mean there's so much to learn in especially accumulation of the snow that's coming outside right now it's it's crazy but uh um there's just so much to learn about every single thing that's actually going on in the rv industry um and i'm excited to talk to you about cold weather camping right now because i think that's what we need to talk about so i'm going to switch it on over to steve or kevin right now all right um cold weather camping you know like steve says make sure you have insulated uh hoses uh insul- you know make sure to you know have the the heat tape and uh the heat pads for the tank so they don't freeze up make sure your furnace is running properly because you want to keep that heat throughout the whole system to you know not so it doesn't freeze up the lines on the inside of the trailer um a lot of people that are you know living in their trailers you know year-round put skirting around or uh, what was it? Hay bales. Hay bales. Some people will put around. Just want to make sure that you're keeping the trailer as warm as possible, so you're not running the risk of freezing it up because that gets expensive quick. Um, make sure your hot water heater's on all the time. Exactly. That's the first thing will freeze up because usually the tanks are aluminum, uh, and cold does not like aluminum tanks at all. No, not at all. I can't tell you how many hot water heaters we've replaced within the last few months alone so it's uh just you know make sure that you know you've got your hot water heater running and everything and uh and a lot of people say you know to uh you know have it run you know have like a little drip going through the system i mean like you would if you're at your house as well i i guess it'll work i i mean it sounds like you're running your pump a lot of the time too but you also don't want your pump to freeze up as well right correct. so i think a lot of it has to do with the uh, people don't use the right insulation around the bottom of their trailer you know they actually you know they're like oh i'm gonna live in this trailer in that yeah, four season three season whatever you want to call it i can make a two season or one season trailer work really i really can yeah the, Just, the, the big thing is, you know, it's like a bridge. I mean, I want you to think about a bridge. You know, the wind blows underneath the bridge. The first thing on the highway that freezes up is a bridge. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, you would, I guarantee you, you've seen this how many years? And I mean, it's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, the biggest thing, if you're going to be living in your trailer, I really truly believe that you need to insulate underneath the trailer. Um, if that has to do with, what, bales of hay? Yeah, that's what yeah, Kevin Bales of hay. Yep. Yeah, sorry, I, I skipped out there for a couple seconds and, and actually skirting it yep. the right way. Yep. Um, heated and insulated hoses and stuff like that. I mean, like I said, right now it is one degree, and I wish I was kidding. It was just, it's just treacherous. It's a warm one degree out there I mean, right oh now. Yeah, I mean, I could say, and sometimes it be worse. Sometimes, you know, when you're hunting these hunters out there, you know, you go out on a mountain, you know, the best thing to use is go get yourself a gallon of vodka. Absolutely, man, and that you, it works. People don't understand. And keep the everybody, for... everybody thought I was joking. You know, when I first came up with that, and I'm like, <laughs> I read this ironically on uh, another website, and they're like, oh, 
Dude, just take the world's worst vodka. Don't go spend, don't go get Grey Goose. If you're going to get Grey Goose, bring it in here. I'll trade you for a gallon of crappy vodka. Skull. Skull, skull vodka. <laughs> do whatever we can. Vodka. And you know what a lot of people, and what do, we, what do you do, Steve? Well, pretty much you put it in your fresh water tank. Absolutely. Fill it. You know, you take a shower in it. You know, you drink a little of it. (laughs) You have to. But it actually does work. It does unfreeze. It keeps the water from freezing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, this actually goes back to a a complete story that actually Steve and I, we were going hunting. And all of our hunter friends, every one of our hunter friends, they're, you know, they have, you know, 40-foot, four-season trailers and, you know, 35 four-season trailers and brand-new motorhomes, four-season motorhomes. And, uh, I mean, we, we started that trip out, and it was a disaster. I mean, it was probably about the temperature it is right now, driving three and a half hours in complete snow. And, I mean, up to the top of uh, Wolf Creek. Well, not Wolf Creek, but uh, we're at La South Vida. Fork. Yeah, Levita. Over to Levita, into South Fork. And, I mean, this was just the worst storm ever. And so everybody gets there, and they're like, well, my furnace is gone, and I, I can't get water. They're at the top of a mountain. No water, none, zero, nothing. They have nothing. They just got to go yeah. get some ice and everything. <laughs> no, no. cross the snow for drinking water and yeah, all that. Pretty, and pretty much because they couldn't take a shower. And by yeah. The guys I go, we go hunting with, I'm just going to tell you right now, they need to shower. <laughs> yeah. okay? You give them a day and a half of sweat <laughs> yeah. and going through the mountains hiking for Not the for people you want to be around without water, okay? So in, in, I remembered, you know, from, you know, I, I had a, an RV website that i actually ran for a short period of time and uh and i remember some of the people that were posting on my forums and they and vodka vodka of all things they're like go get you some vodka dump it in your fresh water tank so i you know at a, on a whim i'm like go get some cheap vodka and just dump it in there and they're like well okay that sounds really stupid so i'd say out of like seven guys i'm gonna say five of them did exactly what i said they had the furnaces going and everything else. Guess what? Those five ended up getting to take a shower. And huh. they only stunk half as bad. And they couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't walk. Literally this week. They couldn't walk. Yeah. The other I mean, two mo- couldn't walk because yeah. they drank it all. Mo- yeah. Most of them were, had their mouths open while they were taking showers. And everybody, they ran out of water the first day. <laughs> their body was drunk just by you know, we, getting we, it on their pores. No, we had we had like three people that were like, ah, oh, no, dude, that that's just i can never hear anything you know and you got the, the older guys that have been they've been camping their whole entire lives and they know everything about camping you know yeah I, owning an rv dealership and being having the, the service manager of a, a major rv dealership and we're telling them to do something and they're like no there ain't no way this is not gonna happen i'm not gonna listen to that young that guy's too young he doesn't know anything he doesn't know he doesn't know anything i just hope he can fix my trailer after it's broken you know <laughs> But and Steve, how many? Everybody except for we had. I think you know we will not name names. There was they 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 screwed up yeah. and they broke all their lines and everything else and they were packing snow around their trailers and everything else. And they're like, well, I'll just keep the furnace running. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, it was. By the way, if you ever want to go hunting, South Fork is beautiful. Just uh, stay out of my area. <laughs> but he's not going to tell you what the area is, so just stay out of South Fork. South Fork. Yeah, no, it, it was. But I mean that—that's little things like that that we, we you know, we we want to talk about this season. 
Um, right now, it just so happens that it's so dang cold that we want to talk about that because there's so many people that, I mean, right now the RV life has changed and people are living in their trailers. They're moving around the country. Um, and you know what? A lot of times they're not actually just moving, you know, to coal or to warm areas. You know, well, we're going to get away from the snow. We're going to get away from the snow. We have jobs here, so I mean, a lot of people are actually living in their RVs and they're having to acclimate to this whole weird living in an RV. And it's a very inexpensive way to live and and do things. Um, you know, they a lot of people they get per DM. You know, so they're able to actually have a trailer that their their company's pretty much paying for, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, why why not take advantage of that? You know, why not exactly. I, I love every, I mean, you know how many people walk in here every day, especially wintertime in Colorado, the RV business is, how should we call it? Not booming? Dead. Slim to none. <laughs> Slim to none. Slim to, Slim to none. none. So, you know, we, we get to see all the people that are actually using their RVs right now um, openly. Um, it, they're living in them. They're working out of them. They're, they're doing a lot of different things. But uh, another thing is... Uh, a lot of people forget about their their RV valves. You know, there's a lot of different things. We had a guy come in today, and uh, they did not uh, heat their valves. Okay, so what do we need to do for RV valves? They're, they have RV valve heaters. They're not that expensive. Spend right. the money on it. <laughs> it's going to save you in the long run. Spend yeah. a little to save a lot yes, is basically exactly. the motto in the RV industry right now. Exactly. I mean, what what happens, Steve, uh, when you decide you're not going to spend the money on? So it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. Unfortunately, couple, couple hundred a, bucks. It's a shitty job. It's a shitty job. <laughs> exactly. It's it's one of those jobs where yeah. uh, we had we had a guy today that had a, a gate valve that broke, and on his uh, I'd say um, poop tank, and uh, now he's he's. He's got to change his valve, and it's not going to do anything different. It's going to freeze right back up. So, time time to actually put this together. And, and, and if you're going to live in the darn thing, you know it's uh, you got to you got to make it work. It's an investment. You know, you, you wouldn't buy something one time and then and then never keep it up and that kind of stuff. You know, you want to you want to actually make sure that you're taking care of it the whole time. Exactly, and. There's plenty of things that you can do. I mean, like uh, Steve and I, you know, we work in the service department. We see all sorts of stuff that has gone wrong and, you know, things that we could never even thought would go wrong. It's, you know, do, make the investment. Take, you know, take care of your take care of your trailer before it turns into a disaster. I mean, if you're not going to be using it in the wintertime, you know, winterize the unit. As before the first freeze, well, there's a lot of places that don't even have to worry about it. California, uh, but uh, yeah, places that don't freeze for extended period of times. So take your battery off and put it in the garage on a trickle charger because that will freeze up, and then your battery is toast. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of things that need to be taken care of, uh, and you might as well do it now before it becomes a huge liability. Uh, Steve, do you have anything else to add, or no? That's pretty much on the winterizing stuff, and yeah, then, I believe. Okay. Um, well, Ryan ran off because he had a, an important phone call, so I think I'm just going to uh, end the show now. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Go RV Life podcast. 
Uh, we're going to try to put these out at least once a week. Um, eventually, we're going to have social media, so you can ask us questions and uh, kind of follow what we got going on. I mean, this whole season, we've got plenty of stuff uh, in store for it. Uh, we're actually restoring uh, an old Avion uh, trailer that it kind of looks like an old Airstream that we're going to restore. We're going to have all these pictures up on social media, uh, must-have supplies. Um, we are a Traeger dealer, so we're going to be talking about Traegers because we love Traegers. Uh, maintenance, you know, you know, things to do, pros and cons of buying new versus used, uh, motorhome versus fifth wheel versus travel trailer, uh, all sorts of things are going to be uh, – uh, we're going to be talking about and if you guys you know it's eventually as soon as we get our social media up and uh, everything if you have questions you know or comments on the episode things you want us to talk about feel free to comment on it uh, but at this uh, time uh, for Ryan and ST and Kevin or Kevin for Steve I'm Kevin uh, and thank you for listening to Gorby Life uh, Podcast have a great day